was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And welcome to episode 59. <laughs> and listen, we already got a title. We we know exactly what we're talking about. It's going to be called By Haters. Yep. Peace. Um, he said peace. The presidential. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, Meta, a.k.a. Facebook. Um, we're going to, of course, talk about the Kanye West interview. Yes, we are. And we are going to touch on the Astro World tragedy, uh, Travis Scott concert and what happened with that. Um, and all the, that occurred. But Moose, how are we feeling about the episode? Man, I'm um I'm feeling good. I mean, I the episode I know is gonna be good, but I'm kind of in a good mood because you know what I'm saying. We over here with the matching tans. If you just listen to this, wait till the next day and you catch the video. This wasn't planned. I mean, mm -hmm. I just came like, oh, slightly slightly different tone, but you know what I'm saying. I don't know when you when you matching on this kind of frequency, you gotta believe it's gonna be a fire episode. So yeah, let's get it. Oh, let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens. Cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And you already know what time it is. It is the review of the week. So this one says, sincere apology. Hmm. I truly love and admire the content you put out consistently. I've been listening casually and always thought I should leave a review, but something would come up and I forget. As I was listening to episode 57, you interviewed uh, your, your interview with Connie S. Falls. Shout out to Connie. I was compelled to pull over mm. and force a moment to say thank you. I sincerely apologize for leaving a... Wait, I sincerely apologize for... I'm going to say he meant not leaving a mm, review not, before. Yeah. Yep. But today... I was convicted and had to thank you for this particular blessing, blessing and all the work you put to educate and entertain. Keep leading the way, Ernie. Our brother. Shout Our out. brother, Mr. Uncle Ernie. Shout Come out on, to man. Ernie, uh, Extreme Execution Coach, uh, just... All the way into crazy, dope podcast. All the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me yeah. let me shout out the podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if you have a podcast, the best way to get shouted out is leaving us a review. This is a little, that's actually a little smart hit. little. That's little a hit. smart little plug right, right, right there. Right. You know what I'm saying, aka, right there. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Ernie has an amazing podcast for all our uh, relationship, married people, or even single people. Lovely, oh, lovey from. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. Married into crazy. I was like, lovey. What are you talking about? Love? But that's his character. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Married yeah. into crazy. Okay, that's mm -hmm. his podcast. Go check it out. It's him and his wife. It's a whole vibe. 
Shout out to Ernie. And of course, shout out to everybody who leaves us a review. We read them. We love you. We appreciate you. Shout out to all our audio listeners, all our viewers, uh, wherever you are watching this or hearing this from. Moose, how are we feeling? Yeah, feeling pretty good, honestly. It's um, yeah, I'm 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 so grateful to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, not just to be cliche and say, oh, I'm grateful because it's you know the month of Thanksgiving and this is when you give thanks and you want to be a little bit intentional about it. But yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just really uh, I'm really proud of us. I'm really proud of myself, and uh, and I'm excited to close off this year strong and and rock into next year. Like I'm actually feeling pretty good about this. I'm like. Yeah, this is good, man. I feel uh, I feel good about it. Some, some just tells me it's gonna, it's gonna take. Oh, okay, all right. Let me give you an air yeah. horn. Let me give yeah. you an air horn on that. Okay, you feeling great, people? Yeah. You feeling great? Yeah, feeling good. Grateful. Still Grateful. no details on it, really, about? but he's feeling great. No, 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 no details. You, you know what I'm saying? You asked how you feeling. You didn't say give me the details about how you feel. You said oh, how you feeling. My- I'm just- <laughs> I'm just talking about how I feel. You're <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Do you care to share, a, like, a hint of why you may no. be... No. Okay. All right. No. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try every week, people. I'm Just for y'all. Oh, I'm going to try every week. Maybe yeah. for New Year's, he may... Just say, I went outside. He just may gave a detail mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he never did before. It's possible. I mean, it's possible, possible. Okay. It's, pos- it's possible. <laughs> I love it. Oh I love it. Goodness. Update us though. What's new in your world, man? Give us a, give us a quick rundown. Um, Man, 2022 is already forming for me. And that's weird because, mm. you know, I'm not a planner of any sort. So. The universe is planning. I don't mean planning. that in a bad way, but yes. No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. fully, uh, I'm aware <laughs> of my flaws and some of them I don't try to fix, but it's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there was a big announcement as far as the biggest, in, the biggest event in my industry, social media marketing world. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a speaker on there and it's going to be in San Diego in, I believe, mm-hmm. what in March? No, May? Ooh. Somewhere. So I think it's one of the M's. Don't one of the months with the one, M's. Yeah, okay. one of one of the M's, okay? I'm I'm bad with it cuz it's so far ahead. I don't know what am I saying? Yeah. But I that's know That's how you that's how you know you're getting big time though. But when the you crazy gotta start <laughs> Yeah. That's how you know you're getting big time when you start playing the year before the year turns. Yeah. Yeah, no, tell it. Okay. But the crazy thing is like one of the M's, the month that start with M's people. Uh mm. I'm going to Cancun again, and the other one I'm going to San Diego. So, mm. uh, so the both M's, M's you booked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. M's both are, M's you booked up, okay. right? And then found okay. out yeah. that going uh, back to Jamaica, right? Next year. Wait, why? Um, mall stuff. So, oh, mall went oh, right, to right, right, right. Yeah, okay. mall went to Cancun. The uh, this year. And now mm-hmm. next year he will be going. Yeah, got it, got it. Okay, makes sense. I thought because I was like, I know, phenomenal life next year is going to be back in Cancun. So I'm like, wait, they switched it to Jamaica, but no. Okay, I follow what you say. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. Mall's not going. Mall's not doing Cancun again. He's like, all right, I'm good. I'm good on that. Nice. So, um, yeah. So th- it's weird. It's it's just very weird, but it's 
It seemed to be forming. Um, January's looking crazy. It's just weird. I'm not used to this. I'm, and so, you know, you text me earlier. I'll, I'll say some details. See, I got y'all. Um, you text me <laughs> earlier, and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and I was just like, "Yo, just walking, clearing my head, and just reflecting," because I'm like, this year for me was different. I feel like this year. Mm-hmm was more of like observing what's going to happen. And now it's like next year is the execution of like what was supposed to happen. It's, it's weird for me. I'm like, I had to really think about this. Like, why do I feel like this year just wasn't a regular year? Like last year we were good and that was yeah, definitely thanks. not a regular year. And so, that wasn't a regular year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. That's accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do like a year in review on one of our, on the live shows mm-hmm. and like really break down the year. I, I could share some stuff on that. Yeah, that'd be oh. nice. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, people. We may <laughs> have some something. We yeah. set your, I don't know what episode that's going to be, but look forward to it. Get ready. Look forward to it. Get ready. You know I mean? But right. uh, let's get into. This week's episode of, yeah, um, we're going to start off in a, in a very kind of sad situation, right? Um, World. So November 5th, Travis Scott did his yearly uh, concert called World. It's normally like a two-day event, but um, there was... The crowd was out of control. Now, Travis Scott is normally known for, like, the mosh pit, crazy audience. I mean, we went over him. Some of the clips that we even showed, it was just, like, they were... The fans go crazy for Travis. And even in the past, we spoke that he is one of the most influential people in in this year or of our pretty much, like, time frame, right? Now, because he is known for having those out-of-control audiences, this time didn't go so well. It was a little bit too much. Uh, Nine people, as of uh, the time we are recording this, have passed away. Hundreds have been injured. And it is just really bad. It's been on the news Every single day. So we do have his apology, but I do want to talk about it from like, what, as a brand, what do you do? And as a brand that is associated with him, what do you do? So let's, let's hear what Travis has to say. I just want to send out prayers to the to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time. You know, my fans, my fans, like, my fans really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I just stop the show and, you know, help them get the help they need, you know? Um, 
I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. Uh, we've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. The city of Houston, HPD, fire department. You know, everyone to, uh, you know, help us, help us figure this out. So if you, if you have any information, um, you know, please just contact your local authorities. Mm. So, yes, very unfortunate, super huge tragedy. I don't think we've heard um, of so many people dying in a concert. At least I haven't, right? Um, but I, like I said, I want to want to talk about it. I've sent you some stuff. Fortnite, and we went over that in in our past episodes where F- Fortnite had Travis Scott as far as like a like a skin as well as a concert, like just the first kind of first of its kind, right? Mm-hmm. And Fortnite dropped him. And there are different, you know, um, different articles that's even saying like Nike needs to leave him alone for a bit. You know, Travis Scott needs to lay a, lay a bit low. Like there's a lot of heat for whatever, you know, for whatever he does. Paparazzi is on him when he was, you know, outside. Um, I think literally after that event, uh, he went somewhere and people were, you know, killing him, like literally like, yo, why are you outside? But this was before he knew anything happened. Now, uh, he has refunded everybody who went to Astroworld. He is going to pay for the funeral services, but people mm. are hitting him with lawsuits left and right, even uh, Drake too, right? So this as a as a brand makes me nervous. I mean, because and bear with me with this because I'm not I'm not pointing fingers at all because there is footage of Travis Scott when he did see something he stopped the show. He's like, "Hold on. Somebody go pick him up. He fainted." Everything like that. Now, we can't expect Travis Scott, who sees thousands of people in the crowd and sees people jumping and get hype, and his job is to be a performer, right? Now, if he sees it, cool, but his whole job was to perform. Now, this is where, for me, I'm like, what do you do as a brand at this moment? Do you try to face it front on, right? Or do you lay low? Because if, if, if you are too out there, it could be insensitive. If you aren't out there, it could be insensitive. Mm-hmm. This is a weird time which then other yeah. brands are looking at him like, what are you about to do? Yeah. And of yeah. course, because of the death toll, 
some people, and there's probably other brands that silently have removed themselves or just won't do further deals with him that are probably not just being talked about because right now the victims have to be acknowledged more than the business side, right? But this type of stuff is super damaging for any type of brand, mm-hmm. anything. And it's like, how did, here's a good question. How did rock and roll people deal with that? Like mm-hmm. in the early times, like mosh pits and all that great stuff was huge. Right. It wasn't until Travis Scott came <laughs> back, like got popular that I started hearing even about that from a minority standpoint. Right. So I'm like, Whoa. yeah. Houseway. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually, it's, I, I find this whole thing just a obviously a terrible news. Yep. But it's also a very wild situation. Right. All right. So, so first to start off, just from kind of the question that you posed out there, it's like, yo, what do you do as a brand or even a business in a situation like that? You know, do you do you go public? Do you just kind of disappear for a little bit? I, th- I think if we've se- and we've seen this happen, you know, to some extent previously, right, with other people who've been quote unquote canceled yes. or have been called out, blackballed, whatever the case may be. Like we saw Kaepernick one time, you know, with his whole situation when he took his stand, slowly branded brands started separating themselves from him. But then we later found out that Nike Nike was secretly kind of supporting or funding him throughout his entire process. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, we still have to keep into consideration that we do live in a capitalistic society. So while even if these moves are being made by the brands to separate themselves from the artist or the person who's getting the bad press, they're really still doing it for their own benefit. I know that's not what we might want to hear, but that's still the truth. Now, what I would suggest to anyone who finds himself in a situation like this, you don't want to disappear and you don't want to be on front street. This is the time to give back in silence, mm-hmm. right? This is the time to really kind of work on making sure people are good, are taken care of, you're being supportive, but you're not trying to reap the reward of, hey, look what I'm doing, or you're trying to document every part of the move. Just do the work, do good, make sure people are good. Like you said, don't appear to be insensitive, but really care for folks. And over time, it will spill over. We've seen it happen time and time again. The, the part of it now, on the flip side, go in a totally different direction. And it's our podcast, so I can share my opinion. Yes, go ahead. Thanks for listening. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so the part of it that, to me, is still a little crazy, I had to go to the stats. Okay. All right? So you said... Obviously, this mosh pit culture is not something that just appeared suddenly. It might have been, it's maybe new to people in the minority community, but like you said, rock and roll era, stuff like that, that's probably a normal thing. Now, when I look at, it said in in 2018 and 2019, every time the numbers nearly doubled. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, the the two-day event brought in nearly 50,000. Uh, tickets sold, or 50,000 uh, 50, people attended the event. Mm-mm. 
2020, it got canceled, but we know he went bonkers on the virtual experience. We talked about that during his episode. Yeah. When we did his episode on the podcast. Yeah. And then this year, the two-day event doubled again up to 100,000 people with the, with the tickets also rocketing in terms of the price. Like It was actually a more expensive event, but it still doubled, sold out in less than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So... From from an I want to speak to it from an attendee standpoint, and I want to speak to it from a business standpoint. Look, y'all, at the end of the day, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know, like to some extent, as an attendee going to an event like this, you should know what you're getting yourself into. Right. So, so this is not the first time that injuries happen. In 2019, there are also injuries that happened at that event. Obviously, no one lost their lives, which again. Not nothing to joke around with or compare to anything like that. That's a super serious matter. But there is a trend here. 50,000 tickets sold in 2019. Three people injured before they can even enter because people broke through the barcades and they kind of like rushed to get into the event. 2021 comes around, 100,000 tickets sold. Same thing happens and it goes crazy. So in a way, it's it's premature to talk like in full detail about everything that's happening. But I do think it's important for us to speak about accountability. We we as people who love the art or attending the concerts or the performances, things of that this year, you got to hold ourselves responsible because you go to this, you should be expecting that it's danger. Granted, the fact that, you know, people shouldn't be outside in that large of a degree or that large of a group, given the virus and all that. But whatever, different story. But my question, again, to hold the brand and the business accountable, I would also be curious to know what did, you know, uh, Travis or, or the people who helped him put on the concert, what did they do to take safety measures to accommodate the event doubling in size once again? Mm-hmm. So those are some things that, I, and I know from like a business side, is probably the most boring thing to talk about. But it's, it's those things that help you avoid situations like just what happened. Well, what mm-hmm. am I referring to? Safety, compliance, right? Operations. Th- they're boring as all get out. But if those things are not in check, an event like this happens, you risk losing literally everything you've ever built. So, you know, I do think that there needs to be accountability on both sides. But obviously, I, w- I would still be curious to know until there's some more information revealed, like, yo, <laughs> what happened here? Because there was obviously such a shortage in, in EMTs and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, um, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I think to, to go on with, like, what did Travis and his team do? Reports is saying that they did double up, Right. It was mm-hmm. more, um, there's more staff, more bodyguards, police, all that great stuff. Um, but I still don't think you could really prepare for the energy and the actions of such an environment like that. Now, what I will say is because of these events that had happened, now this brings alert to other festivals, other concerts that are like this because we're in this festival world now where it everybody is outside. Everybody is like in 
like back to back with each other, all on top of each other. So what I have been seeing in this in this past week is people, the artists had literally stopped their shows like, yo, are y'all good? Everybody okay? When listen, what y'all doing right there? We said we have to look out for each other, whoop de woo, mm. you know, because and I can only imagine what Travis Scott is going because I believe like the youngest that died was like a nine year old. Oh man. Yeah. So it's like though you though there was an increase in staff. And though, you know, it's not like the artist can only do so much, right? It's like, like you said, people know what they're getting into, but how are you also making it safe? Yeah. You know saying? Like, how are you, how are you uh, ensuring that is not going too out of hand? But now, like, with with these brands that are associated with um Travis Scott even sponsors of the event like how are they how, what is going to happen moving forward you know is there going to be certain requirements i would believe because i i do believe Travis Scott is going to bounce back i don't think this is the end of him I don't think, right. you know, there's not going to be concerts that are going to happen because I believe this type of stuff affects every type of artist and every type of sponsors for festivals and things like that. So will brands now have a requirement like to every thousand people that you have, you have to show stats of how many staff people you have. You have to show right. me how many uh Ambulance are on, you know, deck, EMT, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. Like you have to show me that. And then I can give you this amount of money or this amount of merch or this, whatever, you know, um, I think it will start to get that serious because there's no excuse of why people died at a concert. There's Mm -hmm. heat exhaustion. There's fainting. There's broken bones. But dying is a different, it's a different level and it, it leaves. And I think this just left a lot of people uneasy. Yeah. It lost him a lot of money after giving back everybody's money, going to deal with these, these lawsuits. Cause he's going to have right. to probably pay out something dealing with the funeral services also providing mental health uh, services for those who need it. This was more of an L than anything for, for mm-hmm. his brand. No, for sure. From for a sure. financial and I, and I standpoint do, and, and just from a impact standpoint as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I would be almost shocked if he didn't have some form of, insurance to cover a good chunk of the losses now the additional things that he's doing on his own and that's another thing folks if you have a business get insurance Mm. seriously Mm. you know what i'm saying like 
<laughs> that's one of those mm. things that like that's important. Again, it's boring. Get you some insurance if you're gonna do business because mm. this is the type of stuff that can wipe you out for good. So I, I do believe there's some insurance there that's helping him take care of the losses. But yeah, of course, the additional things like he's doing funeral, you know, providing support and all those things, I'm sure that's coming out of pocket, but it is a loss nonetheless. Now, um, I, I would be interested to see as they continue to investigate what other information comes out because like I was watching some stuff, uh, even on TikTok, I saw some reviews on TikTok of actually an EMT who was there. And he was like kind of giving his account of it. And he talked about there's something that wasn't adding up. Like it wasn't just people pushing one another and possibly stepping on them. Like there were people who had no pulse for over 10 minutes. So right. it's like, wait a second. There's something that's still not really discovered. So I think it's early in the investigation and it'll be interesting to see like, yo, what was that? you know, that missing element, what's that piece that we don't know about that caused, like you said, something to go to the extreme of death? Yeah, we will. We'll see how everything unfolds. Um, but definitely prayers to the families and everybody who has been affected by this situation. Um, 100%. And shout out to the artists who are affected by this and are making a change instantly through their own mm -hmm. shows, so. Yeah. Yep. But let's get into uh, some metaverse talk, aka meta. Future talk. So let's talk about some future talk, right? Mm -hmm. um, in the, I would say past weeks, uh, Facebook made a huge announcement saying, we are, we are going into the metaverse. Right. We're actually changing our name to Meta. I see what they did there. I see what they did there, right? Um, and which is huge. I, we've gone over things like NFTs and talked a little bit about the Metaverse. And uh, funny enough, I said one of my, my uh, learning bucket for next year is to get all into the metaverse. I, I truly mm -hmm. believe that anybody who is ahead of the game with that is going to be winning, right? Um, now, before I get too into, you know, the interview and things like that, do you believe that we are going to head into a more introverted world now that the metaverse is starting to be a little bit more of a reality and we're seeing things we're, we've gotten so used to like filters we've gotten used to some of the apps where if we want to buy something we see how it is on the wall and things like that mm -hmm. you know we've gotten glimpse of what it can be but with you know, Facebook doing their presentation of their uh, perspective on the metaverse and putting billions of dollars into it. Yeah. Like, do you feel that human interaction is is, is going to change a little bit? What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm going to call it introverts on the rise. I mean, 
like not that more people are going to become introverted. I do think it's an introvert move. Okay. But I'm really feeling like it's more of a convenience thing. Like, you know how we've always talked about like, no doubt paying for convenience yes. every single time. Yes. So I, th I think where it's headed is to really create a premium virtual convenience experience. I know that's a long phrase. Yes. But that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it's going. So that if you don't feel like going to a concert, sorry for the example, because of maybe some of the concerns of people there, mm -hmm. well, you can just <laughs> hologram yourself right into it Feel the action without risking any dangers of really physically being there. Mm. So it's like it's it's probably more of an ambivert move <laughs> than it is an introvert move. It's like, oh, I want to be an extrovert, but I don't want to do the extrovert energy. So oh, <laughs> I'm gonna do it the it, introvert way. Is it because I, I mean so here's why I say it real quick, right? You don't get exhausted by people's energy because you're not around right. people mm -hmm. like you're around people but you're not like it doesn't drain you because you could turn it off you feel crazy. what i'm saying like if so you I'm go tired. to a I'm concert just, hmm? right no i'm saying it's like saying i'm gotta, tired instead of going home yeah you just cut it off that's crazy right there's no long drive. There's no parking. Mm -hmm. Like, Uber, you don't have to right. deal with people at all. Like, you just go, hello, um, I want to go to uh, Jay-Z's concert, right? He may hit the metaverse. Boom. I pick out my outfit, you know. Boom, boom, boom. Buy it through NFT. Virtual get, outfit. That's crazy. It's going to yes, happen. Yes, yes. You get, you right. get all, you send it to me that Nike is uh, in yeah. the process of creating virtual wear. Right, right, right. The patents. Yep. Right. So with that involved, I don't have to go to the store. We already don't go to the store to buy certain things. Right. Well, some still do, but we don't have to go to the store. We buy it up virtually. We have our fit. We go to the concert. We go to the event. And when I'm tired, I turn it off. Crazy. It's crazy. It's a, yeah, for those of you listening who are like, what in the world are they talking about? This is not make-believe. Mm -mm. This is stuff. This is what the metaverse is going to represent. You know, in, in the near future, I mean, I, I, is, is it safe to say it's happening to some extent, but not? Fully, yeah, so, fully out there just yet? Yeah, so you have the the Facebook product, AR. the Oculus, right? Yeah. Which now I really want to buy. Shout out to my mom. My yeah. mom was going to buy it for me. And I was like, no, oh, wow. no. And, and now it's starting to be super popular. And I'm like, man, I should have said yes. Um, but there is kind of like a preview because you can have your own environment, your own office. We, I think we spoke about it. I don't know if it was on the live where um, or we wanted to speak about it, where they're doing kind of like a workplace. Like, so now you get to oh, yes, yes. virtually work with your coworkers, had do email projects, everything like that. So um, that that is starting to happen. But we're saying all this because Mark Zuckerberg had an interview with Gary V. And he went 
truly in depth about the metaverse. And there's two parts we want to talk about. The first one is why in the world he changed the name and bringing up the topic of rebranding, because of course, everybody has their own definition of what rebranding is, but what Facebook AKA meta is doing right now is truly rebranding. And then of course, um, what people think or not think about this whole metaverse and how Mark or Zuckerberg or however you want to dress my man, whatever, right. Uh, how he feels about that. So let's get into the rebranding one real quick. I mean, I think that's a key thing with this rebrand to meta is it's not like now we're not focused on social media. I mean, that's going to be the bread and butter of what we do. That's the the core thing. Um, and our work to build the metaverse encompasses both building social experiences and building these future platforms like um, VR and AR. It's got to be both, right? We have to weave all of these new technologies through these social apps. And, you know, because you want to be able to jump into the metaverse and a 3D experience from your Instagram feed. That's bonkers. That's bonkers. So before we get all nerded out again about the metaverse and what's <laughs> going to happen in the metaverse and what we're going to wear, um, let's just go with the foundation of they changed their name to Meta, right? And the real reason why they did it is because, like he said, they want to be known, be known more than just a social media network, right? Of mm -hmm. course, they've dominated. They bought uh, Instagram, WhatsApp, all the, like, they try to get Snapchat. They probably had conversations with, with TikTok, right? Um, but the, how do I want to put this? The thing that threw even Gary V for a loop was when they purchased Oculus, right? Which for those people who don't know is like their VR wear, right? You put these uh, VR, not glasses, but like yeah. mini computer or whatever it is. Um, and you're in a whole different world. You get to exercise there. You get to work there. You get to play games. And, you know, they want to focus more on being the technology instead of being the social media network. So everything that has to do with this metaverse, everything as far as connecting with people in a whole new universe is what they want to concentrate on. And I don't know, most of you caught part of that interview where he was like, it sounded like he wanted to redo the phones, the smartphones. I don't know if you caught mm -hmm. that, but it was like, smartphones are actually very limited and we had to play with the limitations, but what if we could create a uh, hardware that there isn't as much limitations when it comes to the metaverse and the experience that you have with connecting with people, you know? So Mark is getting very big on not only the software side of things, but the hardware part as well. And we've been seeing, little clues with it once once again with oculus but another one with the deal with ray brand uh, ray bands mm -hmm. right where you could do ar filters and record and everything straight through that and 
it's crazy to see, but from a branding standpoint, it's very telling to say, okay, if you were just creating a different product, maybe changing your name isn't needed, but you are going into a whole new world. Mm-hmm. What you, what we knew you for is now going to be of a bigger purpose. And of course that's going to need a different name. What I will say um, is, do you believe that they're changing their name because of all these legal situations that they're having as well? And if they leave it on Facebook, Facebook owns all these different products that it could actually do more hurt than good to leave their name like that, especially we've we've talked about the the whistleblower and that whole situation when they had the data leak there's a lot mm-hmm. of things lately that facebook has been facing facebook has been facing that's crazy um mm-hmm. but at the same time they're going to be like oh if we concentrate which i'm not saying they never wanted to do that but it, we're concentrating on the metaverse let's just change our names let's protect facebook it's now a product of our yeah. entire co- company is not our whole company anymore. And um, we're good on a legal standpoint, but as well as our purpose standpoint. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's, it's got to be a part of the move, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you're looking at one of probably the most intelligent moves in history when it comes to like rebranding and business, right? Right. Because I'm going to use one of your favorite, least favorite words. Oh, okay. This is probably one of the greatest pivots, right, that you're going to see uh, kind of like unfold over time. Yeah. Now, it's, I, I will, I'll give him maybe 70% credit, right? Okay. And, and, and let me kind of break that down. So when, when you look at it from just like a self standpoint, you're looking at someone who's recognizing his genius and he's like, you know what? Yes, I started here, but at the end of the day, I'm not so much just in love with social media. There are other things that I'm in love with, right? And it's more so based in tech. Yeah. So rather than just continuing to compete and have to run up against companies who are trying to take the top spot in the social media space, I want to really play to my strength. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm calling it one of the greatest pivots probably in history, at least to 70% of the way, because he's now saying, all right, this is a great opportunity for me to walk away from all the bad publicity, all the legal action that I'm facing, right? All of the things that you mentioned, which are absolutely true, yep. and step into a place that is actually more in line with my skill set and my talent. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be more of a tech company. I want to be more like Apple rather than social media or at least perceived as such yep so let, let me do that that sets me up for more success i'm only calling it 70 percent, and we'll see how it unfolds because many of us have the idea many companies before have been early adopters in a marketplace to see where things are going to be pivot quickly to make the adjustments set yourself up maybe set up shop and say okay i'm going to call it meta and, and almost work off of the whole google thing yeah right Google, Google penetrated the market in such a way that when you're asking someone to look up something, and this is used as an obvious, obvious brand example, 
you don't say, hey, go on Bing that. You go say, you say, go Google that, right? Yes. So I think Meta is setting themselves up in that realm. Now, what we have to see is that they actually execute and bring some of these ideas to life, all right? They're not the only one who's competing for that top spot. Mm -hmm. So yes, they may have the name, but we got to wait for them to see, or we have to wait to see them now actually deliver on that promise and bring some of these ideas and, and some of these technologies to life. So it's really, really cool. I'm excited to see what happens. And I've, I've been really in tune with it because I think for people of our era, people of our generation, I forget where I heard this, but they were talking about the unfolding or all the great kind of income earning opportunities that have come over the last hundred years, right? Mm -hmm. And more so with like gold and the, the, the gold rush and we were in alive or whatever the case may be, who knows what happened. But just talk about the internet. In many of the, and they're calling this Web 3.0, with Web 1.0 and 2.0, many of us lack knowledge, interest, and money. Yep. Now, all of that stuff, for the most part, has kind of taken care of itself. Like, it's not incredibly difficult to acquire knowledge. We obviously have the interest because we're utilizing these technologies and, some, and platforms to some extent. And even from a financial standpoint, we understand the idea of crowdfunding or lending or, you know, like there's just a lot of ways to do it. So I think this is just a time. And the reason why I'm equally as geeked up about it as you are in this space is because I'm looking at it as an opportunity for us to be one of the early adopters who study and grow into, you know, a market that's shifting mm -hmm. before. So we don't have to tell our kids, man, if I would have put you know, a couple thousand dollars in meta when I was my back in this day, it would yeah. have been 10 million. But it's like, you know, like how many times are we going to keep saying that? So, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited for it. But I do think from from a pivot standpoint, great move. We just got to see it unfold now. Mm. Mm -mm. And then uh, the second part I want to talk about that interview is when People have too many opinions. Like Facebook has gone through a lot. And Facebook has <laughs> the presidential. Yeah, the right, presidential right. wave. And uh and Facebook also has done a lot of changes. Some are good, some are bad for the platform, you know. Um so what happens when you make a change and people say whatever they want to say about it. So uh, let's go to that part. I just think that when you plant a flag and say that you're going to go do something, you get haters and criticism. Of course. But you also get the people who actually care about that thing and want to make it uh, happen uh, are attracted to the people who I think have the courage to go say, I'm going to go make this happen, even though it's really far off. So, so yeah, I, I think that I, all these things are, there, there are pros and cons to them. Um, and, and there's a, a lot of complexity to manage, but I think that this is true no matter what size organization you're, 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 you're at. Go ahead, Moose. I want you, I want to hear yeah. your side of it. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. I mean, I think you, you make it clear to not just the community, but the world where you stand, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a lot of people who want to live in the gray area or continue to be PC or politically correct, not to offend part of the group or the other side of the group, as opposed to saying, you know what, I'm going to take a hard stand and really do everything 
to be in line with what I'm believing or what I'm aiming for. So it becomes very clear. You don't have to waste your time with non-believers or people who might still be interested in what you used to do because you literally are no longer doing it. So the part that I was most interested in it or interested in with that clip, it's think about not even just the people you're trying to recruit, but the people who you currently have. Mm. There's no better way to tell your team, those in your family, whomever it is, about the shift that you're about to make or want to make than making such a radical adjustment like that, mm -hmm. right? Even from the way we identify ourselves, we're going to change our identity so that we can now start becoming this new thing that we're trying to create. So I just think it's a, it's a, it's a very bold move. It's a great move to show your people that you're about it. So sometimes like if we're stuck or we're wondering why people aren't cooperating, you know, it, it, it goes back to that example of children, right? Like your children are not going to do what you tell them to do. They're going to do what they see you doing. So I think that's one of those things like, yeah, comparing it to children. But I think to some extent, our teams are going to follow in that regard. When they see us taking a hard stand like that, it's going to be like, let me make the decision now. Am I, am I willing to go and try this or should I get off here because I'm not interested in that space? So I, from a team standpoint, yeah, I love that piece. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this clip because the two reasons. So there's more good than bad that happens when you stand your ground. There's more mm -hmm. like we concentrate too much on what maybe people may say about it or how they feel about it, um, in, in their negative vibes. But at the same time, from a business standpoint, you are going to grab people without even knowing that really want to support it, not only from maybe a purchasing or marketing standpoint, but literally people who want to enhance it, people who want to grow the, the company or grow that particular situation more than others, right? More mm -hmm. than you going and putting an ad out to get that position filled, there may be people who are like, yo, I love what you're doing. Let me be a part of it. I believe Facebook is so smart because any, actually any social media platform is so smart because they create the platform and they're allowing third party people to, or even you know, employees or whatever to create the apps that power the platform. So if we're talking about this whole metaverse and Oculus or whatever their gl new glasses are going to be, they're now encouraging people to build within the metaverse, right? And they will provide the platform and you can make a living off of it and that's all really these social media platforms or any type of platform really does. We may not understand it right away. Like we're not going to understand this meta move for a little bit. Right. Um, it, this probably won't really form to its entirety for another five to 10 years where we right. really fully understand it. Right. But the fact that, you know, Facebook, a.k.a. Meta, is saying, I'm going to create the platform 
and I'm going to stand strong on it. And it's going to attract the people who want to be a part of it. That's major. That's taking the energy off of the so-called haters or so-called negative situations and just focusing on the true purpose and reason of why you created anything, you know, Mm -hmm. it, yes, it's, it's kind of discouraging to hear so much doubt or hear people not truly support it. But what about the people who do? What about the people who champion it? What about the people who are risking to do it with you? Why don't we concentrate on that a little bit more rather than what the haters have to say or what the haters Mm -hmm. are, the, the doubters are going to do like in In the interview, he spoke about when he changed the timeline, you know, when it was on Facebook, all the, you know, you can only post on people's walls and now became a true uh, timeline, like spoke about that. He spoke about other changes, um, buying Instagram and like, what, how did you feel when people said about this or when they didn't think that was going to happen? It's like, yo. They're going to say what they're going to say. They're not going to understand it. People are not going to understand when you disrupt the 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 universe. People are right. not going to understand when you are trying to make a change when they're so used to one particular way. And so mm-hmm. it is it makes sense of where he stands with it where from a business standpoint and a company standpoint he can't pay attention Because if I stay strong, I'm going to attract and recruit the people that I need that is going to fast forward my goals. So I I love what he said about that. I really, um, that whole interview, if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Warning, uh, Gary V interrupts a whole lot. But but it is, um, but if you watch Gary V interviews, you know, he do that. And there's, there's no shade. It's just, you, you already know. So, um, but expect the metaverse to be, uh, a situation, a really big situation. I am dedicating next year to truly learning about it. There's, um, you know, three buckets that I have. It's going to be metaverse, uh, YouTube and podcasting. Those are my three buckets not necessarily in that order. Um, but those are important. So uh, learn about the metaverse, start to get comfy about it because this is what all we're going to be hearing. We've heard crypto, we've heard NFTs and they all go around this thing called the metaverse. So pay attention people. And uh, it would, it wouldn't be us. It definitely wouldn't be me. If we didn't talk <laughs> about uh, Kanye West, Yay, Yeezy, whatever you want to call it, um, this man, uh, to some, this genius, to others, what in the world is he doing? Right. So uh, he went on Drink Champs, which we we featured a few times on this podcast. Shout out to Nori. He does an amazing job, right? So Kanye West uh, was on Drink Champs recently, did a two-part, you know, interview. And 
we spoke a little bit about the about it on the live show. And mm. for me, it's a typical Kanye interview. I believe he is so in tune, even though people think he's out of tune, like he is so in tune with what works and what's going to get the attention that he strategically went on Drink Champs and spoke about certain topics. Of course, the Drake topic, of course, Jay-Z topic, of course, the divorce. You know, he talked about everything that, that he talked about, the Trump situation, like everything that people wanted to know and questioned him about and called him crazy about. He, he addressed it right now. It confused me a lot. I ain't going to lie. There's a lot of parts. I was very confused. Um, but I'm not going to say that it's wrong in any kind of way. He just has a different type of mind. Now mm -hmm. there's this one part that out of all the two interviews stuck out to me and it doesn't even matter what he says anymore. Right. Um, and going along with the theme of haters, a lot of people have called Kanye crazy. Clearly not on this uh, show cause I wouldn't allow it, but um, a lot of people have, and well, here's his response. You crazy. Oh, you run for president? You crazy. Are you sleeping and staying? You crazy. Oh, you cut your hair different? You crazy. Are you wearing skinny jeans back in the days? You crazy. Are you walking around with the Hermes bags? You crazy. And I could do all these things to people. And I'm going to tell you like this for Britney Spears and for anybody. Okay, I'm crazy, but what y'all going to do about it? All this with now. I'm nine Billy crazy about here. Mm. So y'all can say that crazy talk for somebody else. Y'all let now. I'm nine Billy crazy. Listen. Nine. Listen. I'm going to keep this short. Say what you want about Kanye. Say what you want. When your accomplishments are louder than your haters, it really doesn't matter what they have to say. Okay? However many billions he is. He's a billionaire. Okay. He could do whatever he wants. He could say whatever he wants. And it is perfectly fine. My man on the interview said he wants to buy America. Okay. Why not? You know, <laughs> he's, he said a lot of things and done a lot of things that we may agree or disagree about. And everybody will have their opinion on people who are truly successful. What we cannot knock is that Kanye is successful. Not in his own world. In society, if you are a billionaire, you are successful. Yeah. Okay? So, it, it how do I want to put this? When you have such an accomplishment that, no pun intended, trumps everything, stay, like, stay strong to that. And granted, I don't think 
a lot of us are going to say we we uh nine billy crazy not saying that right but what i am saying there is something that we've accomplished that is bigger than what people are saying right mm-hmm. bigger than some of their doubts bigger than some of their perspectives on what we are doing who cares who truly cares to him he had a weird haircut he wears whatever he wants to wear he has holes in his sweaters and sells it for three hundred dollars he his sneakers continuously sell out and they don't look the greatest to some you know who cares when clearly his sneakers are selling out, his clothes are selling out, his music is still doing amazing numbers and amazing streams. His businesses are in check. He's saying he wants to take the his company, yay, because he owns it, in, and make it public. Who cares? Who? Yeah. Like you, I'm a flex on you. You say all these crazy. Now I didn't, I didn't understand why he brought up Britney Spears, but that was a different story. I don't, I didn't really follow that part, but who cares? Like if he wants to wear a bag, let him wear a bag. What I did find funny about the, um, the interview is when he admitted that he wasn't like a backpack rapper. Did you did you catch oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Yeah, he was like, "I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't. I didn't kill nobody. I'm not a street person." But yeah, I'm not a backpack. I never heard any of that music. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. <laughs> he um, look, I'm I'm gonna go on record, and let me let me say this as a precursor, right? If if anyone listened, and I listened to both of those interviews. Mm-hmm. I also listened to the Joe Rogan interview, he, the interview that he did with Joe Rogan. I believe that was a two-part interview. Mm-hmm. Now, if anyone listened to this last interview on Drink Champs and you did it just to kind of like fill your desire for gossip, please go back and listen to the context, yep. the, 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 the mindset, right? For, forget about the gossip for a moment. Like, forget about... Who said what and, and what he did to who, like just listen to the context of the situation, right? Because I I and I th- I said this on the live show, I myself walked away inspired. Right. Mm. And I noticed the same thing happened to me, had the same effect on me when I listened to the Joe Rogan interview. Because for me, I'm not so into the gossip part of it. I'm observing things like, man, this dude is free yes free he 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 doesn't have a care in the world about what you're gonna think about him what you say what you've said what you're gonna say like he's truly free so immediately i had to ask myself a question like yo what kind of inner work did he do to put himself in a position to talk that freely and not fear the repercussions that might come from behind it. Because to some extent, which I know is true to some regard, which is a little bit of what you said, of course, is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a marketing, it's a publicity thing. Like, he knows what he's going to say, so he's doing that. But the other part of it is like, dang, to, to just speak that freely 
and 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 almost call out any and everybody without any fear or disregard. Right. There's a there's a level of inner work, a level of mastery that's that's been done on the inside to allow you to move and shape that way and and see what others don't see and not fear that they're not going to understand or call you out for it. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts about the interview though is when he talked about Ice Cube and Chappelle mm -hmm. as one of the only other artists to really kind of stand for something and speak their truth and not necessarily fear some of the people in the industry. Yeah. But he was telling, like kind of putting it out there as a general message, like, don't go for them, come for me. You know, like, like saying, like, I want to be the leader of this, like, free thought type thing. Like, don't just go and try and go after people who might, you know, maybe can't handle the pressure. Come for me. So I felt like that was a sign of true ownership and leadership in terms of like, let, let me kind of carry the weight for what's going to happen for them. And, if, and for those who listen to the interview and you didn't hear how much he's talking about community, how much he's talking about building a, an orphanage, a school, doing things to make sure that people are together, people are together. You know, he goes on to talk about, and, I'm, and this will be the last thing because I don't want to spoil it for those who didn't listen, but on the live, we kind of joked about like, dang, I thought you were, you know, a, a true Christian or a believer. How are you cursing this much on the interview, but you took the cursing out of your, your, your album? Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say like, no, because I wanted this to be the type of music that people can play in their home around their children and not have to fear anything. They still get good, entertaining music. So, so he is at a point where he understands his responsibility. You know, so like for me, I just, I don't know. I, I saw it from a much higher viewpoint. And I was like, no, I, I, I respect, I appreciate it. And I'm actually inspired by kind of the inner work that, that somebody has to put in to arrive at that level and just speak freely. And um, it was, it was low-key funny too. I'm not going to lie. Just, oh, I think his laugh is probably the funniest. But yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, really, it's really a good conversation. Yeah, all, all the way, really good interview. Um, prepare to watch it twice because you're going to get confused. Yeah. You need to, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would recommend watching it twice, but he is, and I think I posted something about it. Um, hold on. I think I, that was one of my last posts. I said, when uh, creating... We all need that level of confidence and I don't care like Kanye West. Mm -hmm. Because when you get to a point of just saying whatever you want to say, doing whatever you want to do, and still have your head high, and like that's that's different. That's different. I think yeah. that's what we all, you know, strive for Aspire is that for, yeah. yeah, that type of freedom. Now, the people he talked about, they're just kind of piggybacking off of what he said. It's nothing mm -hmm. original off their end. They're just responding. And, but we're exactly. still spending more time watching what Kanye did. Even if they respond, now we're like, what are you talking about? We're going back to the interview. Oh, he did mm -hmm. say that. You know? Yeah. And it, say what you want. We all want that type of freedom, whether we're 100%. creating brands, businesses, just a creator of some sort. We just want yeah. that freedom. That's it. That's it. Um, on that note, uh, do, do us a favor. All our Apple podcast people, 
uh, join the after show. Okay. We got great conversations uh, after this. We're going to be talking about Will Smith um, and everything that he has going on, the book and the show. And, you know, we have a clip that we, um, we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss um, his being transparent, him wanting to be a full content creator and in control of what he does. We're going to talk about it. So uh, join the after show, Apple Podcast people. It is part of the All Access Squad. Uh, also, this is uh, powered by Ecamm. You see it on the on the screen for our viewers. Um, this whole podcast is done through Ecamm. Okay, all of it. So if you want to try Ecamm for 14 days for free, just go to NikkiAndMoose.com slash Ecamm. And um, follow us on all social media platforms at Nikki and Moose. It's a whole vibe. But Moose, final words. Yeah, if I can summarize this episode into one phrase, all right, because typically I like to close these in a way to kind of like give you a summary of the episode, but also give you something to be intentional about applying into your week. But I kind of have, I don't think we've ever broken down the final words. You kind of just go into it pass it over and just skate past it. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's those two things, right? A summary of the episode, but more importantly, like a, an intentional thing to kind of be like, man, I should try that this week. So if I can summarize and give you a challenge at the same time is don't be quick to reject what you don't understand. Don't be quick to reject what you don't understand because a lot of these people who are talking about changing the world, it's new to us, all right? But if things don't change, they never evolve. Take a chance. <laughs>